What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined, I'm going to say as always, by Miss Get Fit with Jay, back here for the second time this summer on the podcast with me. Uh, Jay, listen, welcome back. Thank you. Um, happy to ha- how you doing? How you feeling since our last recording? I'm feeling great. How are you? I mean, I'm doing fine. Listen, we we like got into somebody's some people's spirits with our last episode, Jay. So I've heard. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like people was in their feelings about our last episode, and um, that was a good time. You know, these way what's beginning to people. You know, our you know we sometimes go hard on our little topics. That's all good, as we should. But I'm going to come right out and say it. I done changed, Jay. I got something. I can't. We'll get into what wasn't all that in a minute. Okay. I've made a decision. And that is? Okay. Um, Jay, you know how historically. Now, what do you do? If you go out to dinner mm-hmm. with somebody or out to eat or whatever with some with somebody's or a group of friends and everybody in a circle not plant-based, not vegan, mm-hmm. you know, what do you say to people if they say, shoot, I feel like I should order something healthy if I'm eating with you what's, what's simply your response i'm not watching your plate right you you like do you i'm like yeah because yeah right that, that's a done deal for you it's over uh, go on jay i have made the firm decision you're gonna respect me when you eat with me listen i've decided we are plant-based elders you know how I'm about to fall all the way out. Jane, hear me out. <laughs> no, no. you don't give me my moment. No, this is a new segment called Hear Me Out. Okay, okay. go on. Okay. <laughs> I've made the decision, Jack. I'm sick of faking. I'm, I'm sick of capping. I'm sick of being fake. Like, I used to do the same thing, Jack. Like, we go out. No, go. No. Get your burger. Get your, get your steak. Get your, add, tell them to add that extra cheese on your product. Get it smothered. Get it cheesy. Get, yeah. It, yes. it, I'm not on the clock. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to judge you. You, you know, you're not my client. Like, like you're going you gonna to make your decisions. Anyway. You know what? No, 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 no. If this is going to be the one time today that you consciously eat something that makes sense for your body and your brain, you oughta. You know, it's just how we don't, like... If you're talking to a pastor or a rev or an elder, you ain't going to cuss in front of them. Right. Absolutely, I'm going to cuss when I get outside these doors. But in front of you, I'm going to be respectful. True. Very true. Going so, forward. what I'm hearing from you. Yes, please. Going forward. Yes. When I go out with people, if they eat a bunch of BS, I need to take that as disrespect. Absolutely. Say less. That's what I'm saying. Now, here's what I'm not saying. You know how some people don't bring it up. They don't care about you. Right. They gonna order like like yep, let me get the double fried shrimp with the side and lot with the butter garlic sauce. Mm-hmm. They ain't even gonna I'm talking about the people who in the acknowledge moment, it. their spirit does something. They like you I feel like I should order the salad instead of this greasy burger. And I was you gonna should. Do. And that's exactly about to be my response, Jay. I made a decision. Okay. I'm, I'm a plant, here for it. Yeah, I'm a plant based elder. You about to respect <laughs> you about to respect my craft. You about to? I'm here for. I'm absolutely here for. Yeah, I am. I'm not gonna like solicit. I'm not. You know what I mean? You're, I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you all to make a healthy choice. But if something in your spirit gets you to say out loud or be like, I feel so horrible eating this in front of you. I'm gonna validate that that that, that feeling. feeling. Absolutely, and I'm I'm gonna dig it in. Absolutely, because Jay, why are why like why do we get on a podcast? Why do we you know teach? Why do we coach? You know, be all on our social media pages, like make better choices, be conscious. But when they try and do it in front of us, we like no, live your life. I ain't nobody. Yeah, that's I don't want true. you to feel guilty. True facts. Because here's the thing. Just like as soon as they get out of the church, they gonna do it. Just like when you get when you done with me, your next meal gonna be crap too. Why not have one good one? Why not allow? Why not surrender to the fact that I'm in this moment influencing your life? Okay. Because don't you get around certain people and they they influence you? You make yeah. certain decisions based on maybe the respect you have for them, based on what they do or don't do. Mm-hmm. It's just a respect thing. Mm-hmm. So people wanting to eat healthy when they dine out with us is a respect thing that I'm about to start leaning into. That's the decision I've made. And I've just made it right along with you. Thank you. You know, I can't hear good information and just <laughs> bypass it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my, I had that huge epiphany because it happened. Yeah, we out to eat yesterday. 
And I'm like, I'm like, what you got a taste for? Some he probably never said nobody else. A tempeh sandwich? Really? <laughs> really? Word. <laughs> that, that was Is that right? A tempeh sandwich? Yeah. That was on the spirit. That was because he went. I'm like, he like, I don't really go for a tempeh sandwich. And I and the old me would have been like, that, shut up. Yeah. Boy, shut up. Boy, stop. Right? Now you like. You don't want no tempeh. But I'm like, bet you want to go to Siva or you want to go to public house because mm-hmm. you done got them from both places. Now I'm like, lean into that place. You making a plant-based choice when you with me? Amen. Lisa, accept your role as an influencer. Okay. Jay, I need you to do the same. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. You know how I am. <laughs> when somebody <laughs> give me advice and it sounds like it makes sense to me, yeah. consider it done. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe we'd be out here like, no. I'm not judging you. Get the extra, but I'm judging the hell out of you. And and, and secretly. And then it don't even be true. Like you said, we be capping. Like, yeah, I'm watching your play. Yeah, you eating saturated fat. I can't believe it. Wait. Oh, so, and you going to get a pot with that? Word. straight. They bought the water. You're going to act like it ain't there. And you just going to drink. Wow. <laughs> really? You going yeah. to double down on In the unlimited head. bottomless yeah. lemonade? Like, it's okay. Since we being honest. Let's do it. There's not a plate. There's not a meal. There's not a drink that comes before me that I don't like judge. I judge everybody. Get that food. out your spirit. Like baby. on Facebook, when people, I don't got to know them like that. I ain't got to know them at all. You post your food. I'm like, there's no vegetables. That's fried. That's fried. Look, it ain't no color. Like they don't have a variety of nothing. Just all just, just brown. Brown just, chicken. Just brown fried. Yeah. Everything is just crispy. Right, potato loaded with cheese and sour cream. I don't even know these people. I'm like, uh-uh. You and then y'all going to like the picture? Oh, I'm judging the people? Oh, y'all going to like this? <laughs> oh, you got to know the comment? <laughs> oh, you want to know where they got us from? Okay. <laughs> now, you're right. reckless. Yeah. You ain't got no shame in this. Don't nonsense. let it be at my personal table. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you going to eat that? You going to have your kid eat that? Unbelievable. Oh, that's what they do? They get ice cream, cake. Pizza, cupcakes, and a candy bag at the party. Wow, wow! It ain't, it ain't gonna stop. It's just not okay. gonna stop, huh? Yeah. All right. Permission granted. J- J- I'm yeah. judging, and yes, you should make a better decision. You should you make a better decision in front of me. Okay. Yeah. Say less. All right. <clears throat> Moving on. We still got it. We still got it. Listen. Uh, welcome to Wait What. All right. Wait What is our segment uh, where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, Wait, Wait what? what? I'm first, please. All right. So my first Wait What is. So I told you we went out to me and Bay went out to Ohio. Yep. We drove out there, a little impromptu day date. And we stopped at the, you know, I don't have the Happy Cow, you know, I got a new phone. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't downloaded the Happy Cow app. So mm-hmm. I just Google like vegan spots near me and this pizza place came up. Mm-hmm. And so I got this vegan pizza, right? Mm-hmm. The guy on the phone, so nice, so super nice, mm-hmm. right? Customer service, stellar, Beautiful. right? Mm-hmm. We get there and he goes in to get the pizza. He come out like, baby, guess who was at the register? You ain't gonna never guess. I'm like, you're right. Who? Yeah. He like Charles Pugh. <laughs> I said. Fox 2 News? Charles Pugh. Char- Fox 2 News. Wait. Working? We used to have to register. He was ringing him he up. He was the stellar customer service person and the register person. Wow. I'm like, ride me past the window. Sure enough, Charles Pugh, right? So for those of you who don't know, Charles Pugh was a news anchor, former news anchor from Detroit, right? He had some, um, he had a lot of, uh, what do you call it, recognition? Char- yeah, I mean, he wasn't just the anchor. Like, everybody knew Throughout who he was. Throughout the city. He had mentorship programs. He had, like, like he was on top of his game in, in the industry. Yeah. And, and it made him, it spill out to other uh, ventures and he was well respected. Yeah. He ended up going to prison for, uh, mol- I ain't going to say molesting, but for being a pedophile, basically. Yes. With a younger, but it wasn't real. Wasn't a kid like 17, 18? One of them. But the one that really sent him to prison was 14. He was oh. the one who um, was in his mentorship program and he started um, like having different like pornography on his screen. kind of groomed him into a relationship. <gasps> And the guy, yeah, and that he went to prison and he just got out in like December. So he's on parole for two years. So that's why he's, um, 
because I'm like, dang, I would just be because so he got caught working in New York busting tables. I guess he got embarrassed and went somewhere else. But now he has a radio network with Reggie Ridge, Coco Foolish. Mm -hmm. But he still, when you're on parole, you have to have 40 hours a work week. Like, I don't care what you're doing. If you can't produce a, ta uh, a tax ID and all that different stuff and yeah. a check for 40 hours a week, you're going to need that while you're on parole. So that's probably why he's doing that. But here's my point in the way what, not to try to out him or anything, Yeah. but one of my favorite, you know, not just sayings, but what I live by is, you know, people like to say they're grown, they can do what they want, mm. you can't tell them what to do, you got that anyway, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and you can. Mm. You can choose your actions, but you can never choose your consequences of your actions. Amen. Like... Do what you want. If that's if, if if you feel moved to do certain things, yeah. irresponsible things, yeah. But just know that maybe the last decision you make in this and your consequences is going to be somebody else's choice. Yeah. A lot of times, or when you eat unhealthy food, you can choose to eat it, but you can't choose your consequence. You can't choose if you're going to have a heart attack or not, or if you're going to have diabetes or not, or if you're going to be overweight. Like if you want to keep making decisions that aren't good for you, yeah. No one can stop you. Facts. But you don't have control over your consequences. Facts. So or when they arrive. Because you or may when they show you up. May, you know that this donor may be gaining weight, but you like, I got time to yeah. circumvent it, right? Yeah. So you don't, the timing you're not aware of either. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, you know, so much. Just, just, it was just such a, I'm not going to even say a promise because he was living the life that he had earned. Mm -hmm. And it just got, just thrown away, mm -hmm. and he has to like re trying to build himself back up. Mm -hmm. How old is he these days? Fifty, I think fifty or fifty-one. That's it. Yes. How long he gets into prison for? Five years. <laughs> okay, answer queen. You got oh, when, I said, when I saw him, I, you you know, come on now, I you know, thought he calm and, yeah. and just kept it moving. No, absolutely. Not. Uh, uh no, I gotta see exactly <laughs> what, what how long off. you been out. <laughs> read what you did again as a matter of fact i'm not dog on what he did but i have to read it again oh 14 okay and you did all right okay you <laughs> man like wowzers wow yo yeah so that's pretty much it what's your what what um mine is um i'll let you get to yours real quick mine is just upset me jay um read a headline that says COVID-19 variant boosters won't need new clinical trials for clearance, says the FDA. So they're coming out with another booster shot to combat, you know, I guess, recent variants. Listen to what the first paragraph says. <laughs> I said, wow. COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers won't need to conduct new clinical trials as they develop booster shots targeting the most recent variants of the virus. A Food and Drug Administration official told the agency that agency will use clinical trials of variant-specific boosters developed earlier in the pandemic, manufacturing data and animal studies to evaluate the shot. Wait, what? You, the bigger wait, what? Is the and this has just been so I've never looked at people so different mm. until like now. You know how you think you like align with somebody like we got the same kind of but when it comes to this vaccine and this booster stuff, mm -hmm. somebody will read that. People we know, we both know and be like, I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> when is it available? Like what? Don't you all, that, here? all that means to me is it's gonna be available quicker. Because <laughs> we ain't gotta do no trial. That what you just read ain't even the way what's me because I've been watching them not give to you know <laughs> the whole sure. time. Jay, I couldn't believe it. And the great like we know, like well, me and you at least know, like the 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 government, you know, FDA, USDA, you know, all of these organizations, administrations, or whatever. We know they shady. Yeah. Like, we know everything ain't clean and crisp by the book. The oversight ain't always there. They give, you know, you know, big agriculture and everything a whole bunch more power. Put stuff in the food, whatever. Just tell us you ain't put that much. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, we know that. My thing is, like, you just, like, it's a headline now. Hey, yo. We're not even about trying to hide it. We ain't going to try and hide it. 
Mm-mm. Like, we about to come out with a new booster. We ain't doing no trials. We gonna, we gonna just roll over, like minutes. We gonna roll we over gonna roll the trial results yeah. from the last booster. Mm-hmm. We, gonna, we gonna shoot it up in a couple mice, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. If that. If that. And then we gonna go and put it on the market. Come get, hey. And we open. The shop is open. Line up. Come stick this in your body. And the line will be lining. And the line will be lining. That thing will be fanging. That booster will be boosting. Okay. <laughs> you hear me? I said, Man. wow. I can't, I just, it's just amazing to me. So, so basically what you're saying is we are the trial. Oh yeah. I mean, we've been a trial. But we're a trial for real now. Let's just, okay, 15 people done got sick or died. Or, oh, 15 women can't have kids no more ever. Oh, well, maybe we should take this off. Like, like we the trial. I, oh, I know that. And I was just, man, Bryce had the nerve to, because uh, I forgot something he wanted to do, but it required him to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just want to see where his head was at, because he knows how hard I go with no. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, do you want to get vaccinated? He's like, I don't know. And he's like, you know, like, basically, remind me what the big deal is again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me do so. Yeah. I started talking to him about um, how we didn't used to have a choice mm-hmm. with the syphilis, with, you know, Henrietta Lacks, mm-hmm. with all these. Th- I was like, there became a point. There was a point in time where we didn't have a choice but to be experimented on. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me. We're going to do it willingly now? Absolutely. I'm like, there's no way. Absolutely not. I'm like, you're going to sit back. You're going to find out what it takes or what's happening to the other people who got it. But it ain't about to happen to you. You're not about to be the example. Like, absolutely no, not. No. It's a no. It's a no. Yeah. Son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just unbelievable to me. They said the FDA was not going to report require them to have trials or anything but you know what kills me though this is what kills me the entire most people try to act like you're an anti-vaxxer oh uh, you ain't say that uh, oh so now you don't get vaccination you weren't saying that when you had to uh when you gave you had the other shot when to put them in school i'm like yeah i'm all oh, the shot the shot that they researched for 15 years yeah, yeah yeah i'm not an anti-vaxxer i'm an anti-covid vaccination you know <laughs> yeah. i'm an anti-covid vaccine like amen no i'm not an anti i'm not gonna even pretend that i am like i know the value of getting vaccinations i'm like but they have sped up just like with chickens mm-hmm. you know what i mean like back in great grandma day what chickens did to your body versus what it do now was totally different mm-hmm. like it wasn't the growth hormones it wasn't the antibiotics yep. it wasn't all these different overgrown chicken living in one uh coop in their own poop and trying like it wasn't all of that so the consequences you know what i mean don't look nothing like the consequences Mm-mm. now Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no i support your decision to get vaccinated i'm just anti-involuntary guinea guinea pig that's <laughs> it that's it that's it that's it but yeah like yeah. yeah they went through the necessary steps like they used to do and then they're like okay we tested this for three years, we, you know what I mean? Like, people volunteered, and then they came back in one year, two years. We see what happened then. Okay, they can still have babies. Okay, they don't have liver damage. Okay, they don't have... Okay, five years later, they're still good. Yeah, yes. long longitudinal, long double, double-blind double study like it's supposed to be. That's it. In the absence of bias, who funded this? So we need to know all that. Yeah, like, all don't get mad at that. us, because we're trying to make a data-driven Man, decision. Man, this was happening last night at the barbecue. Like, I had to defend my rights again. Like, go... Get, and then my thing is... I'm not going, now that's one thing that I mean, ain't no cap, like if you got, there's truly no judgment, because I can understand, you might work in a high risk environment, you might have, um, you might be high risk yourself, yeah, you might be high risk, you have different, um, immune system on all, (laughs) stop trying to slide, no, 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 let's go back, did you say immune system (laughs) on all, immune system on hell to the no, like, Protect what? <laughs> Protect who? <laughs> ben off, okay? <laughs> I stopped working years ago. What you mean? If you don't boost me, <laughs> now. Now. <laughs> they said you can't get them back to back. You got to wait two weeks in between. Right. I'll do the best I can to hold it down to the end. I'm trying. But you're going to need to boost me. Yeah. <laughs> Und- understandable, my friend. <laughs> Please get vaccinated. 
and you know what? You gonna have to boost me. Me and Mia the men put in their pink slip. Oh right. my god! <laughs> <laughs> now you need to be back to Oh my god! <laughs> Anywho, and you so Simone now. Oh god! Yes. <laughs> We support them people, is what we say. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But, you know, to each their own. That's all I can say. It's, it, we heavily divided on this one. That's it. All right. What's your next way, what, Jay? I'm just saying. Man, catching COVID twice. <laughs> Dog. I'm like, really? I'm like, really COVID? Really? Like, with all that being said. <laughs> I said I didn't get the vaccination to say I just had COVID, okay? <laughs> But here's the thing. But no, yo, your homie got Fauci done caught it twice, and he said he double, triple, quadruple boosted. So it, it, that don't matter. It's just the severity, right? Yeah, like I literally wouldn't have never thought I had COVID. You know what I mean? Like I, it felt like a cold. And the only let me tell you how what made me the the statement that made me go get it. So I I went to a concert. Mm -hmm. And he came out like two hours later. So I'm at the concert for like two hours. And I'm just like, man, I'm just not feeling it. I got to go. Like, I feel like I feel kind of sick or whatever. Left the concert early. But two hours ain't like we just got there. Right. But I'm telling me, and I'm like, because um, she asked me, like, you want to go skating? I'm like, nah, I ain't really feeling that good. I was like, we even left the concert early. She like, which, which it is. I'm like, I think a cold or whatever. So, of course, she had to call. She ain't about to just let this ride. Yeah. She's like, what? Uh, you said you had, you felt like you got a cold and you left the concert early. I'm like, yeah. She's like, since when did you start leaving concerts early because, because of a cold? Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, actually, I don't, I don't get cold. She was like, exactly. Go get your COVID test. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely, <Yeah>. my friend. <laughs> You don't get sick. You don't. I'm like that. True facts. <laughs> I don't get colds. Like, what am I talking about? So, yeah, it was COVID. Pretty mild. Um, <laughs> uh, irritating, though. You know what I mean? Because we have plans mm -hmm. to celebrate the fireworks and stuff like that together. And, you yeah. know, shut down those plans and everything. But, you know, it just... It was just a very mild case, but you know, you know how I am with like social distancing. Yeah. I don't, very ghetto, don't recommend. You see that on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> One star, do not recommend. I do not like not being able to go around my friends. I don't like not being able to go around people for so many days. It's just like, I hate it here. So, yeah. but yeah, just got through it and. I had a cough. Still, I, the cough is lingering, though. Okay. That's the one thing. I'm like, okay, uh, don't be out here embarrassing me now. But, right. Exactly. Like, you better go away, and you better go away soon. And quickly. Yeah, but that said, like, catching COVID twice was very shocking. So, I'm like, okay, let me check. Because the reason why, you know how much I was an advocate for masks. Mm -hmm. And then when I started working in the school, I just completely stopped wearing my mask. Because before I worked from home... And I will only wear my mask out on errands, was, which wasn't like I'm wearing it for hours at a time. But when I started working in the building, wearing a mask for all those hours, I was like, Jay, what are you even breathing in? Like, you're breathing in all type of toxins. You're breathing in all type of... I'm like, I don't want to wear this mask and end up in two years. If you wore, you know... <laughs> you know oh, this number, 888. Yeah, I'm not trying to be part of no class action, nothing. Like, I don't want no parts of it. I was like, I don't feel comfortable wearing... Um, this mask now maybe I'll get like a cloth one and I can wash it in my own you right. know what I mean but these I was wearing the N95s and I'm like I, I don't trust it you mm -hmm. know what I mean I wear it now if I go out to something social but like wearing it all day at work mm -hmm. it's a no for me mm -hmm. that's it that's my weight what's mm -mm -mm. well listen everything will work out but my, I got a third way what how many times did you check on me to make sure I was all right I think I told you you had zero yeah, I was like, this happened didn't even check on me. Well, I didn't check on you to ask specifically. We just text memes all, and I knew you was fine. So we still talked. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like me, you, and Tiff, we was in a group acting up. <laughs> Lord, acting up. Why? Why are we like this? I don't know. I don't know. I, one thing I love, this is my favorite thing. Like I love, I love when we text me, you, and Tiff in our group text. 
and all of us at the same time got time today. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I'll text and only you'll respond and then Tiff might text back hours later or but you know what you like I love when we all got time in that exact moment. Oh, it's all the, the pettiness moment. be off the chart. All oh, the pettiness. <laughs> Oh, it's the sweetest thing. Oh, yeah. We all just kept swapping stories. No, then I went to got my blood. You know what this happened was saying? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was great. Fun times. Yeah, Fun great times. times. Great times. Yeah, so that's how I knew. Yeah, okay. we, we were still talking. You were still like, you know, so yeah. It was a, um, what did they say? An underhanded compliment? It was an underhanded check on. Oh, you yeah, know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Let me off the hook. All right, skated that one. Listen. <laughs> Uh, I said all that to say, like everything will be for everything will work out. Just stay positive, Jack. Just every everything will always work out the way it's supposed to, because everything happens for a reason. It works out in your favor, and no matter what, like just think positive things, mm-hmm. and it will be all right. Because one thing we know for sure mm. is that you made it out of these things one hundred percent of the time. You That's still right. alive. That's right. Did yeah. you wake up this morning? Yes. Then you got something to be grateful for. Right. You should be shouting to the rooftops because you open both eyes. You open two gifts. I both never eyes. heard that one. <laughs> you ain't heard that one? Oh, I like two gifts this morning. Oh, yeah. Two gifts. Both eyes. Both eyes. And you, and you ain't got nothing to complain about. Nothing. Listen, listen. Somebody always got it worse than you. Somebody always got, oh, yeah. Somebody always got it worse than you. Oh, no. This one as well. Uh-huh. Somebody praying for what you got. Oh, my God. Yeah. Somebody. somebody w- hey. You better be glad you don't look like what you're going through. Okay. <laughs> Too blessed to be straight. <laughs> I'm telling you. If you ain't caught on by now, the topic today is toxic positivity. We want to talk about toxic positivity today, Jay. I was at a, a little summit the other day. And um, the the speaker, she was, you know... Just basically trying to get people mad right. Just telling them about, you know, the importance of taking action. You know, implement what you're learning, blah, blah, blah. And she said something. And she was like, I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. I ain't trying to. This is not a toxic positivity situation. I said, wait a minute. What? <laughs> Run that back. Run that back, right? <laughs> and just started looking into this concept of toxic positivity, which is a real, real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who have never heard of it, toxic positivity is the belief belief that no matter how dire or difficult a situation is people should maintain a positive mindset Mm -hmm. it's a good vibes only approach to life Mm -hmm. and while there are benefits to being an optimist and engaging in positive thinking toxic positivity instead rejects difficult emotions in favor of a cheerful often falsely positive facade yeah, absolutely. And this happened to me. I, I never knew the term, okay. but it's happened to me so many times. And I've done it to people as well. Like, 100%. I've also been guilty of toxic positivity, not knowing, you know what I mean? Like, invalidating their feelings and trying to to fit their emotions into some, some positive cliche or something like that. Or wanting people to see the bright side of, you know, not let, allowing people to go through their range of emotions That's that they're right. entitled to. Yeah. Po- toxic positivity is really a thing. Very much so. Yeah. So, um, there's a, a person that I'm friends with on Facebook whose husband just, I, I, I think passed out of nowhere. I, she she never spoke on um, him being sick, having COVID, nothing. Just one day. I mean, every day before this, it was always him and her. Like, she was in love, love, love. Like, not even a fake type of love. Because I um, met them. I don't want to say too many names, but I met them through Chris. Okay. At a tailgating uh, party. Okay. And they were just the same in person. Like, r- really, really just into genuine. each other. Just genuine. Like, best friends. Just the other day, she posted, like, my husband passed away today. True. I mean, so this was, like, two months ago. Okay. And so she posted yesterday, can I be free to speak? I know that you have, I know that you all have really good intentions and you are really hurt for me. But please don't ask me how I'm doing. I really don't know what I should say or what you expect me to say. I miss my husband every minute of the day. My husband had me in every way. Even on our worst day, I was his priority. I am being forced to move on by myself. My choice was and still is to be his wife. But my reality is that is not possible for me. I'm trying to figure out what's now next and what will be 
um, for me. Mm -hmm. So do me a favor. <clears throat> just ask me what I'm thinking or just say, hey, I'm checking on you. But please don't ask me how I'm doing because whatever I say gives no true description of how I feel or how I'm doing. And she got like, you know, 300 likes and people, you know, just saying, got you. True. Like, no, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that she put that out there like that. Mm -hmm. Like, and there's no way I'm doing good. I know that maybe sometimes you want, that's what you want to hear. Absolutely. But I'm going through it right now. Yeah. And I'm entitled to go through it that's right, right now. That's right. And I really love that. And I, when we decided to do the um, topic of positive. Toxic positivity. It made me think about this lady I used to work with. Um, she was like 60 years old, but she was she one of cool, cool like um, women who you could just talk to about anything. It, I, it didn't even feel like an age gap or anything. She was just cool down to earth. And um, I had came to work one day, and something she asked me she about my mom or something. And I was like, oh, my mom, you know, she's passed. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'm so, so sorry. And I was like, it's okay. And she was like, no, it's not. Mm. She was like, it's not okay. She was like, I'm six years old. My mother's still here. And I can't even imagine losing her. That was the most validating response I've ever gotten. Mm. I love that response mm. because you're right. It's not okay. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you can recognize that having not even been through it, mm -hmm. it ain't even like you experienced it. And you know, no, you've never even experienced it, but you know, off just off the strength of how much you love your mother, you like, that ain't okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She mm -hmm. was like, I know that has to hurt you. I'm like, yeah. So people, toxic positivity, especially when someone passes away is so annoying. Yes. Like, they're in a better place. Um, they're watching over you. Yeah. Um, just things like that. And I know it's meant to be, to make you feel, but it doesn't. No. Like, it, it's really like, it, it really makes things that you're feeling, in, like, it, it invalidates it. Like, it really minimizes what, what you're going through. And I've experienced it so much, not just with that, but just with a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. You know, like... My divorce, well, aren't you the one that left and you got what you wanted? Like you like you're not entitled to feel hurt or upset that your 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 family is now no longer one. Like you made the decision, you got what you wanted, and like shouldn't you be like you shouldn't you be happy? Right. Like why you be, happy? be hurt, sad, depressed. Right. Yeah. Like you should be happy. Like not, I get what why you would think like that's great. Yeah. But it, it it's not making hard choices doesn't necessarily soften the blow yeah i did what i needed to do so everything is not supposed to be like bloomed roses and you know yep. tied with a, a beautiful ribbon like packaged perfectly for you and i think sometimes people don't acknowledge the downside the hard side of life they just want to focus on like what the, the silver lining and everything that's coming if it ever comes yeah the light at the end of the tunnel no i'm in the tunnel I'm yeah, in a tunnel. It's dark right now. It's dark in here. All right. And you either get in here with me and, and empathize, right? There can definitely be some boundaries. There should be some limits. Absolutely. But I'm in a tunnel. Mm -hmm. I'm in a tunnel. And you see, I don't see it yet. Mm -hmm. I don't have a good and And I think it comes down to emotional intelligence. You know, I talk about that all the time, Jay. But people have to recognize that, like, the human experience, we feel emotions typically typically every single thing we experience throughout our day triggers an emotion mm -hmm. or like we go through a range of emotions throughout the day throughout the weeks throughout the months different errors in our you know history we all done went through a pandemic together like the range of emotions comes and it's like you cannot be a person that trying to force somebody to stay in one range mm -hmm. and this one tight little sliver of all the big range and spectrum of emotions there are right every single emotion on this spectrum is valid and i deserve to be acknowledged empathized with or just left the hell alone mm -hmm. as i as i go through the spectrum in the time that is best for me yeah but what what do you say to the people who thinking they're doing you a favor by pointing out the silver lining exactly what this young woman did on facebook listen psa stop asking me mm -hmm. so it is it then becomes our responsibility to teach other people about what i need how i need to be treated in this moment what does you know empathy look like for me right now mm -hmm. you know because you're right 
the thing about it is, is that people have really good intentions. Mm -hmm. I want to be, it's just how me and you get so irritated with people who talk about themselves all the time and bring it back to them. But they're just trying to be empathetic. My mom, that mine did too. Yeah. They don't have bad intentions. No. Right. They just need to be taught. They need to, they need perspective. Like, mm -hmm. here's how that could have go went differently. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was on my mama. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like, I think your intentions are great. But if you are a person who is always trying to bring it back to the positive, because one of the you know common sayings in our culture, I don't use it, right? Like where your attention goes, your energy flows. So if you focus on the positive, if you focus on the silver line, if you focus that you woke up this morning, if you focus that you still got breath, right. in practice your lungs, gratitude, practice gratitude. You got to do. Yeah, you're right. But also, I'm angry. I'm pissed off. I'm hurt. Hey, I'm envious. Um, you know what I mean? Like, um, like I'm like just I'm at the bottom. I'm in, I'm depressed. I'm anxious. Like all of that is real too. Like there, some attention needs to go toward that. Yeah, like so you. I'm in the valley. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the valley right now. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not gonna always be. Next week I can be on the mountaintop, but right now I'm in the valley. And I think, I think when people, you know, kind of just roll with that mm -hmm. they feel like they're kind of being um like enabler like you know they're being an enabler right, to right, right. your depression or yeah. your sadness like you know don't cry you you know the, the point that like they're helping you out of it they're in a better place yeah all that stuff they think they're helping you out of that emotion because if they stay there with you they feel like they're kind of like being complicit in being depressed or being like okay you're gonna get sadder you're gonna be sad you know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I don't know. I can understand why some people, like you said, that don't have that much emotional intelligence would think that saying something positive is what is needed or was. Yeah. But it's not. And it's like, you're, you're all the cliches probably are right, but they're not right until I acknowledge them. Right. Right. So I have to get to a place where I say everything happens for a reason. Don't right. tell me that shit right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. you know, you're right. Somebody has it worse than me. You're right. I'm black. You're right. Look at this beautiful house. Look at your life. You got a beautiful kid. You got... You're right. I'm probably going to love again. But right now, mm -hmm. I want to murder this cat. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. And, like, that's valid. And so positivity can be toxic is the PSA that we make into y'all today. Okay, so let's talk about Tiff. <laughs> what up, though, Tiff? Um, so, like I said earlier, we have like this group chat where we just just we just share health information, jokes, memes, whatever, right? And we're we kind of like have the kind of like the same sense of humor, especially around certain topics or whatever. Yep, we do. So I sent them this picture. And it, the intent was for them to go, like, go off right along with me. Like, what the? But Tiff, like, I can't say anything. Uh, I'm not gossiping. I'm not talking bad about anyone. I'm not, like, nothing negative. So do you think, do you think that could be toxic? <laughs> do you think a, a, just a positive all the time, like, I ain't going in the gutter with you. <laughs> Attitude can be toxic to a friendship. Like, no, nah, B, we laugh at this. <laughs> that is not the question I thought she was about to ask. What did you think I was going to ask? <laughs> I thought it was about to be something about toxic. She was like, no, people need to be judgmental sometimes, and I feel like you ruin our friendship. I thought it was going to be something more along the toxic positivity side. I mean, it is, but it's. That is toxic positivity. <laughs> we have established. A relationship <laughs> where we <laughs> we kind of like what do you call it like when you uh, piggyback off each other's jokes. That's true. Now here you are, dead in the middle. Talk about no, yeah. I refuse. Yeah. Yes, I do think it can be toxic. Sort of. I think it can be problematic. Like, like, <laughs> like, chill out, right? Like, you a good part. You ain't. You ain't got nothing to prove. But also, it's kind of along the lines of she's in the middle of doing this challenge or whatever, and she want to adhere to it, and so we got to respect it. Yeah, a challenge is one thing, but you know, like, I joked, like, all right, this sounds really good. I'll do it in uh, February 2023, even though I'm not. Right. Because sometimes <laughs> it feels good to be able to vent or just say your opinion about certain things, and they, they're not always positive. positive. Oh, negativity is fun. I wasn't going to say it. Why not? It don't sound right. Call a thing a thing. 
Okay, that thing's thinging. Yeah. That negativity. <laughs> <laughs> that negativity be hitting sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know what I'm saying? But because if you really like, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the, the, um, I guess you can call it blog, but uh, psychology today, I read every, all, all of their articles. It's like a bunch of psychologists that, um, like write these blogs. So they're not just anybody just making up stuff. Like they're really people in the field studied whatever. And it's just like a lot of insight comes from that blog. And one of the articles that I read was like the positive things about like being upset or crying, like how much endorphins are released and yeah. how much better you feel after you do certain things that will be perceived as, as negative. I love it. I you love know it. what I mean? Yep. So like say for like when you release like maybe I hate to say it, but sometimes when you yell at somebody oh, yes. or you cry or you know what I mean? Like so you come out of those situations releasing all those emotions yeah. like better and more clear headed than when you started. So That's I don't okay. think suppressing negative or perceived negative things it's always been official. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I totally respect uh, Tiff's challenge. Yeah, I Because it's not a um, lifelong thing. Is it, Tiff? To be determined. <laughs> to be honest with you, Tiff was already, try be already trying to be that. Right? That's fact. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like. Yeah, we were the bad influence. Oh, for sure. Till, still are to this day. You, you trying to be a bad influence? I'm talking about saying an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, don't say it with your words then. You ain't got to say nothing. Just, just press like a, a face. <laughs> oh yeah me and you, you are definitely it. the bad influences on tiff like she is gonna be the clean one the happy one that yay yay go go and me and jay gonna be like f that we ain't doing that they wrong for asking you to do that they wrong for expecting this out of us we ain't standing for that we gonna stand our ground and tiff be like okay <laughs> like well that's y'all right 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 like tiff like no we're gonna forgive people yeah. And we're gonna accept yeah. people for who they are. Yeah. And we're gonna and we're like, uh, absolutely not. Yeah. We, it's crazy. It's crazy how like our personalities are so different. I don't even know how we get along so well. I don't either. I think it's a matter of acceptance though. She accepts us and we accept her. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a fact. Because she's never been like, you guys are Oh, and she's never come to our side either. That's my thing. Like what gets me, Jay, that we mean you need to work on. <laughs> We're not influencing enough. Oh, we tried, though. Oh, we, we tried. tried. Hey, you remember when we was in Denver? I had a whole long conversation like, no, that person doesn't deserve forgiveness. Like, I, I actually tried to have a, sure talk, a, a straight up stern talk. Like, yeah, she they don't like, deserve to be a part mm, of your Okay, life. that's yeah. your opinion. Yeah. Moving on. Oh, Tiff is the epitome of what would Jesus do? <laughs> you hear me? Oh, WWJD was written for Tiff. Yeah, that's respect, though. You it know is what I mean? major respect because she never came She ain't never waver. And I love that. Like, I love when a person is consistent in who they are. 100%. You ain't trying to be like us. You ain't. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, yeah. don't try to, like, straddle the fence just oh, when I'm with y'all on this way, when I'm with, you know what I mean? My yeah. church people, I'm that way. Like, yeah, Tiff is very consistent. Very consistent. And, and her, as are we. Yeah. Um, screw them. Remember that? Uh, <laughs> Screw them all. Remember that everybody in here. <laughs> right, because when we was in that restaurant, uh, it might have been Denver too, and that little boy walked past talking about, come on, mom, or something. <laughs> Me and you were like, we'll smack that little boy. <laughs> Tip just shaking her head like, really, y'all y'all going On hard. the babies, really, Lee Yes, Jay. the babies. Yes. Yeah, he out of line. This he is a public. The boss of the family. <laughs> We instantly get mad about the same stuff over and oh, over. Oh, yeah. I instantly get your point. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but back to to uh, toxic positivity. You know, now that I'm very much more um, just aware mm -hmm. of the feelings of people and, and minimizing and invalidating people. Yeah. Or, or yeah. here's another way people invalidate uh, your feelings. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can necessarily call it toxic positivity mm -hmm. but like if you're going through something and they like um say something like for instance you know when my like years ago but when my car just automatically stopped on the freeway like mm -hmm. electric just went out and i like two days later bought the truck or whatever mm -hmm. and i was telling somebody i was like dang i got that truck pretty fast they're like 
I said, I wasn't worried about it. You always figure it out. Like, it, it just was like, kind of like, mm-hmm. your situations are never going to be a big enough deal because who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody else could have been like, dang, like, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad the kid's okay. I'm glad, you know what I mean? But when you have a person, and I think black women all deal with this, like, oh. when you are a person who is mm-hmm. perceived as strong... You don't, you just don't get the damsel in distress. You don't get to be the damsel in distress. Like you just, you just, you'll figure it out. You will have it under control. Like it's, it's kind of like, but you can't call that toxic. I don't know what you call it, Mm -hmm. but let me, this is so funny because I made a reel about this yesterday and I am glad you brought it to this because let's bring it to black people for real for a second, especially black women. My real yesterday said, your strength is not a strength no more. Your strength was a survival habit. Mm-hmm. You had to figure it out historically. Right. Because you had to figure it out. Right. I'm all I got. Mm-hmm. We've all we got. Right. And, and in a lot of black women cases, it's me and these babies. Right. I, being strong mm-hmm. is a survival habit. Now your survival habit has become a bad habit. So this is a kind of a perfect lead into, okay, how do I teach people how to treat me now? Mm-hmm. Because I've been so strong historically, and but my strength is now a hindrance, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm getting in relationships and stuff. I'm in ecosystems. I have friendships now. I'm in communities, whether it be my church or my friendship group, my brunch group, whatever, where I don't have to be strong no more. Right. I can show up in these spaces and safely feel feelings. Yeah. I can show up in these spaces and safely be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But I'm now not taking advantage of that because one, everybody expects me to be strong and knows that everything is going to work out. Mm-hmm. Or two, I haven't sat with the fact and r- recognized like, yo, why do you keep trying to be strong? Why do you keep trying to act like this doesn't hurt? Why do you keep, when my car breaks down, why didn't I even think to call somebody? Why did I figure this out on my own? Right. Why do I, like, my strength has to become my weakness now. Yeah, fake it till you make it. It's like, you ain't got to do that no more. Like, yeah, just come out of that you got whole facade. Right. You got resources. Right. We don't have to do that no more. And so now it's like, okay, maybe... In some, in in many cases, we played a role in the toxic positivity that we've experienced. I played a huge role, and don't know how to like. I don't know how to show vulnerability. You know what I mean? There to, you go. For people to say, "Ah, uh, you know what I mean." Even like, um, <laughs> we were talking about the COVID thing last night, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, because there were some pro-vaxxers mm-hmm. um and i'm like yeah like even i was like even with the first case of covid like it it hit me like the flu you know like no you was oh help me bring food over i'm so sick i'm like child you know there's not a day on this earth i act like that i don't even know how to act like that mm. i don't even know how to be like i'm sick can you please help help no yeah. I, like, I, I i i'm gonna like get through whatever and try to not lean on people as much as possible, which is like you said, my strength is now my weakness because yeah, why don't you get help? Everybody texting you like what you need. Are you okay? You good. Yeah. What can I do? I'm good. Are you really? And we sending everybody away. Mm-hmm. So they just going to start hitting us with cliches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just going to start being okay. Well, look. And so I think like, how can we become more damsels in distress as black women? That is so difficult. Because people have maybe taken advantage of your vulnerability historically or in mm-hmm. the past and it left a bad taste in your mouth and you made up in your mind and I ain't never doing this again. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to love that heart again and let somebody hurt me. I ain't going to turn over my heart to nobody like that again. I'm never going to open myself up to be taken advantage like that again. I'm never going to open myself up to be manipulated like that again. Mm-hmm. And so now we're strong. And so we start reciting the cliches to ourselves. Right. This will work. Every, you know. Mm-hmm. happiness is an inside job happiness is a choice right you know nobody else can make you happy right you know like we we recite the toxic positivity and then we accept it from others yeah not recognize like you in a space now where you're more mature now mm-hmm. and you can handle things like and be a whole full human now right you ain't got to be three-fifths human no more what's that thing you said like a man a, a, a minute ago when you said about uh Functional extinction. 
Oh, yes. Uh, functionally extinct. Functionally extinct. Yeah, that was an old episode. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Losing parts of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Losing parts of yourself that's never going to come back. Like, at one point, you were vulnerable. At one point, you were, like, Ooh. able to reach out. At one point, but you now... You needed other people, and it yeah. was okay at what point. Yeah, parts of you have become extinct. Yes. And that's scary. You that's know what I mean? That's very scary to think about that I'm losing part of what makes me human mm-hmm. because it has hurt so many times in the past to be that Or human. someone didn't show up. Like, listen, I didn't even know my trust was so low for people to know what they're doing. So I took, I didn't go to the, uh, well, I did eventually. Um, but my first test for COVID was a home test kit, right? You got to take the thing, swab yourself, dip it in there, put in, put it in a fluid or whatever, come back in 10 minutes. So I had like three tests because they, you know, they sent them home. So when my guy, I'm trying to say, say, my guy said he was starting to feel symptoms. I'm like, oh, I got another test, right? Like, I'll bring it to you. And um, he's like, oh, I was like, you know, I'll help you take the test or whatever. Mm-hmm. He like, you have COVID. No, you're going to drop the test off and like be on your way. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, you ain't going to do it right. You ain't going to do it right. <laughs> I don't trust you to do that test right. Like... <laughs> Like it's like four a four part test. <laughs> you gotta swab, dip. You gotta make sure Come you get it right. Like you gotta do the Q tip, squeeze it right. Like why would I think you know how to do that? <laughs> hey yo, I was like, and when he um took the test and he did test positive, I was like, oh he took it right. I'm like, what made you think that grown man? I, like, cause men don't be knowing. Men don't be knowing. Let's be clear now. This is some valid. This is validity right here. Like this, we be right most of the time, little <laughs> uh, Now, but I'm like that with a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, gotta, no, I get what you're saying. I gotta check behind. I gotta make sure. I gotta, you know what I mean. And you like, also gotta discern the difference between they didn't do it right, period, and they didn't do it the way I would have did. True. Ooh, that's a big discernment. Yeah, with anybody, kids, staff, men, women, like. Your need for control, black woman. Yeah. Oh, you got to let that thing go. Yeah, like when my car, I uh, was just in a collision shop. And he was picking, you know, the kids up, taking them to school. The first time he picked us up, I'm like, um, you're supposed to turn right there. <laughs> right? He like. That's the only street that's going to get us there. He like, I ain't going that way. Girl, when I say the level of anxiety. <laughs> The level of anxiety. Oh my God. I'm like, I got this perfectly timed out. Like <laughs> she gets here at this time. He gets there at that time. Then I get to work at that time. Like, sir, you have to go the way I say. He went a totally different way. Girl, ended up with more time. Like, child, child, relax. Please the world relax. will be okay Please without relax. you controlling every aspect. You, your world will be okay Absolutely. Without you controlling every aspect. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I had that I done started doing in a lot of my relationships, like friendships, you know, romantic ships, is like removing myself from making a decision by telling them I'm done making decisions. I done did that to you all before. Multiple times. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> okay, first of all, fix your face. <laughs> but, like, but that's also my way. Y'all don't feel it. But that's my way of relinquishing trust, too. Because I had to, I had to consciously stop doing that with people like... I'll make the decisions because... I remember you ain't even trust us to order your food. Well, where was we at? We, uh, Lord forgive me. Arizona, I think. What would I do? You like, y'all tell me what y'all want. I'm going to put this order in because <laughs> I don't trust y'all to put my order. Even though you're telling us exactly what you want, you still didn't trust us to put the food in. Uh, well, you know, your girl's still a work in progress. Okay, what was that, December? <laughs> yeah. but, but, <laughs> but I like started to, like just the other day, you know, it asked me like... um. What you want to do? You want to do this? You want to do that? I said, I'm done making decisions for the day. That's it. So you come back and tell me what's getting done. How we getting there? What we eat? And what we drive? Like, I don't care. And that, like, relinquishes so much control. If you're a person who has to be in control, you don't feel like you can trust people. Like, this is the one of the ways that you stop trying to be so strong in every situation. Because what people do, you don't taught them that you were strong. Simple, you know, similar to what you said, Jay, where your car broke down and they was like, I knew you would be fine. 
So you done taught them that you're so strong. You done taught them that you make good decisions and you know how to do stuff well. But now you have to help them unlearn that. Like, I do, but I only want to do that maybe in my zone of genius. Mm -hmm. So I don't, you know, had conversations with people like, in our relationship, this is where you're fire. And I want you to make those decisions. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to maybe, you know, I don't know, the money or Will we vacate or will we going to lit or how we decide to do it? Let me make that decision. I'm good on the business side of things and you're good on the labor side of things. And so um, maybe even like in those really close relationships where your strength can start becoming a problem in a relationship, right? Teaching, like committing to staying in your zone of genius. Like I'm sweet at this. Like for you, babe, be like, you, you, you schedule it. You do this, right? But then let me own this. Mm-hmm. And then, like, because that way you, I can, that's me admitting what I'm not great at, where I'm not, because people will paint you with the strength, will paint your whole body with strength. Yeah, they will. They will paint you with strength. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not, and I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so used to being pushed in that role, and you thinking I'm always going to be okay, and blah, blah, blah. So let me tell you where I'm not. Mm-hmm. And then, like, own that and stay there. You got to relinquish control. And, because that strength thing, boy, it ain't sexy it's at played. all. It's so played bit. out. Doing everything on your own. Taking credit for everything. Being so proud of you ain't need nobody. You got this. You will figure it out. Stop mm-hmm. figuring it out. Mm-hmm. You literally are in the ecosystem. You got sorority sisters. You got best friends. You got colleagues. You got people you trust now. You got church fam. You ain't got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. So like like toxic strength, bro. <laughs> like, your, right. your strength is so we toxic. We moved on from toxic positivity right on to toxic strength. Strength is so toxic. It is. You know it what I mean? It really, really is. You got to recognize and we, we've overplayed habit. our hand. Oh, we have overplayed our... We've been capping for so long. Oh, my God. We've been like, I ain't hold no spades no more. No. I'm all out. No. You think I got spades? Right. I'm down to my... And I still think I'm winning the game because I'm pretending I got all You got a joke. I got a three of clubs. Yeah. (laughs) You you can take this if you wanted to. I'm bluffing. I'm bluffing. Yeah. I don't... I'm not... Like, partner, take it from here. Yeah, like, this hurts. Like, I don't need you to be positive for me right now. I need you to know that I'm in pain. You know, I'm hurting. I'm vulnerable. I feel weak. I feel unloved. I feel unworthy or I'm depressed. I'm anxious about this. I don't know what to do next. Like call out for help. Like get on your knees and call out for help. Like stop teaching people how to be positive. Stop teaching people that you got it. You ain't got it. We ain't got it. And then you and then teach people how to teach you like a human. Black people used to be three fifths of a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We we done adopted that in our emotional being. Mm-hmm. Right? We're only three fifths human emotionally, and the rest of we trying to act hard as a rock, bro. You human AF. Go ahead and experience that whole range of emotions. Go ahead and be that full human. Go ahead and say you need help, man. Remember when I first started my. Uh, for when I first started Fit Cat 3, Jay, how many assistants and people that I go through, I'm coming to you like, can't nobody do it mm-hmm. right? Hiring is the hardest part of business. It's so hard to have. And I still struggle with that. Isn't people, I've been wanting to let go. I'm like, least you got to, yeah, least you got to, least you got to stick it out with people. Everybody going to do it the way you do it. You got to, you got to relinquish this control. You got to recognize. So it's, it is always going to be a work in progress, but. Stop thinking, you know, positivity is the answer to everything. Stop thinking strength is the answer to everything. We just got to do better. Yeah. That's about it. You said you summed it up. Okay. Because, you know. Listen, Jay, before we get out of here, I got to talk about front of the table. Let me tell you something. What I didn't know, we so fire. Now, you know how we be so proud of uh, the students' results. Mm-hmm. Right? But we about to go a layer deeper. I want mm-hmm. you to listen real quick before we hop off. Um, to a testimonial from somebody who didn't take firm to table. Okay. <laughs> Your whole face. That, that's exactly what I did. It's giving everything you're supposed to have game. Real confused. Okay. So firm to table is our plant-based coaching program here at the Academy guys. Um, this is our 10 week plant-based coaching program for those of you who are experienced imminent health challenges, right? The body or the mind is compromised right now. You want to do something about it. And you decided that a whole food plant-based diet is the way to go. Uh, this is our coaching program that our students uh, enroll into. And yesterday was first Saturday. So, Jay, yesterday I was um, first Saturday. I did a master class on chronic kidney disease, kidney failure, mm-hmm. you know, which hits home for both of us. We mm-hmm. both got people in our lives. So um, I did a master class talking about kidney failure and how to use a whole food 
plant-based diet um, to combat kidney failure, renal failure. And um, of course, at the end of the class, you know, I just had, we had an open discussion, people sharing testimonials and things like that. So I said, I got to play this one for you on the podcast. I mm -hmm. want you to hear this one. So um, let me go ahead and play this for you, Jay, so you can hear. I didn't know that I'm getting used to this um, system. So I, I pushed the thing for the hand. I didn't know that I was raising it. But anyway, I would just like to say that I haven't taken your program, but you probably remember my sister, Linda Burnett, who did take the program. And I've been diagnosed with um, metastatic breast cancer. And she gave me some very helpful tips. I've been on the whole food plant-based. And every time that I've gone back, the doctors have been amazed at how well all of my test results have come in. I've been stable for over a year now. And I just can't say enough about, you know, your program. Also, during my journey with the uh, treatment of my breast cancer, uh, I received an emergency call from my doctor telling me that I needed to go to uh, a kidney specialist, which she had lined up for me. And I was uh, uh, diagnosed stage three. And I asked the doctor, I said, is there anything that I can do to reverse this? No, once this happens, you know, you have, have to uh, try to stabilize it. Well, I kept on with the whole food plant-based. Praise God. I am now, my kidneys are functioning normally. And I can't thank you enough, Lisa, and my sister for coming into your, and also uh, Gayla, who is one of my sister's friends, uh, you know, she was praying for me. And I just want to shout hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And you are such a special person to be doing this for all of us. And I love you. God bless. Keep Thank up you. the good work. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sam. First of all, you sound just like Linda. You sound just like your sister. Jack. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's given what it's supposed to be given. It's given like... I'm talking about generational. Yeah. I'm talking about that trickle down. And we always say that, but it's always like... We never had a testimonial right. from a trickle down recipient. You know what I mean? True. <laughs> or it's usually if it is a trickle down recipient, it's like spouse, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But from siblings... That's totally different. Separate households. You know what I mean? Yep. That is a whole lot of like influence. Yep. A whole separate house is your your health is elevated and being your life is being saved. That's dope. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? That's dope. I just like it couldn't have been a better testimonial at the end of me teaching this masterclass about kidney failure. I'm like, listen to me, guys. I promise you. Yes, there is a, a, a place you can get where it's not reversible, but you can stay where you are. I was like, but in them first couple stages, that is reversible. Mm -hmm. she, couldn't have, she couldn't have put the cherry on top any more better. Mm -hmm. I'm like, listen to what I'm telling you. You have power through your life, what you eat. How you move and what you think, honestly, while we're on positivity. But there's you have power to like take back your health. And so I just want I mean, this ain't just a plug for farm to table. This is a plug for take your power back from that disease. Mm -hmm. Take your power back from that diagnosis. Take your power back from that medication. Get a second opinion. She said, my doctor said plain as day. You no, know, we just got to try and keep it at stage three. Mm -hmm. The best we can do is hope it don't go to stage four. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I ain't finished planning, it, but I told her, I said, I want to applaud your obedience. And I want to applaud Linda's obedience. I, this, this ain't nothing but a chain reaction of obedience. Mm -hmm. Linda took firm the table. 
Her sister got perfect timing. Like, you do everything for a reason. Mm -hmm. Sister got diagnosed throughout the process. She started telling her sister what she was learning about food and the power it has to be medicinal. Mm -hmm. Sister was obedient and didn't say what my doctor said. Mm -hmm. Sister said, well, you know what, sis, I'm going to take the meat. I'm going to take this stuff out. I got this diagnosis, but I'm going to try it out. Sis messed around, got a second diagnosis on top of the breast cancer of renal failure and was like, I'm still. She could have been like, it ain't working. I got mm -hmm. a second. It's so much obedience in this whole story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, and Linda, I remember Linda. Linda was fully, fully engaged. Oh, Linda and, and was the, locked yeah. in. Yeah, Linda was so, locked in. You know what I mean? Like be, being that front row student matters. Oh my goodness! You know what I'm saying? Because you could be in it, but not really be in it. That's a fact. We don't definitely had them students. So yeah, I I remember Linda quite well, just because she was a front row student, always doing exactly what she was supposed to do. Surrender to the process. Yeah. I'm and and it benefited. Surrender. It benefited in ways she would have never imagined. Never imagined. Never imagined. And then Linda was on the call yesterday too. Gayla was on the call that she I mentioned. remember Gayla. It was just a, a family reunion moment, Jay. Yeah. Because Gayla was in the program, right? Absolutely. Gayla. Yeah. Gayla done took Farm the Table twice. Linda took Farm the okay, Table twice. Okay. Yeah. I remember Gayla well. I'll yeah. just make sure it was the same one. You better yeah. quit playing. We coming for our people. Yeah. You hear me, Western Medicine? You hear me? I'm coming for my people. We taking them back. You're not going to keep killing my people. You're not going to keep killing the people that was going to be my ancestors. Right. We coming for them. Period. Let me stop before I start crying. I just I just got so happy. So I just wanted to say, I said all that to say, yo, we got eight seats left in this last semester from the table. We ain't going to beg and plead for you to come get this help. We just telling you it's available to you. <laughs> and the shoulders are very high. Like, I don't know what to tell <laughs> I don't you. Know what to tell but you. don't be no fool. Jay. I, when I tell you, I ain't. It's, I, a matter of fact, the most recent person I enrolled, I enrolled a woman yesterday, and she said, "It's like a starving man being in a room full of food." I said, "Amen." You starvation. Right, is a go choice. ahead and eat. Starvation is a choice at yeah, this point. Yeah. So you keep on being sick and letting this thing, this diagnosis, this stomach issue, these headaches take you out the game. It's it's a choice at this point because you're in a room full of food. Like, we telling you, there's options out here. Like, you can take your power. Like, we can do something about this. Like, you just got to surrender to the process. You ain't even got to do it alone. TheBlackHealthAcademy.com. I'm just saying. See what it do for your life. Until next time. Be, be well. well.